against the machine. Welcome to the episodes that come before Pod Against the Machine. I'm Sam, your host and eventually GM, and I'm here with Jeff, one of the players on the pod. Uh, Jeff, why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Jeff, one of the players on the pod. Was that good? Yeah, um, I am Jeff, the voice behind Asher Helich. He is a gunslinger. Two archetyped gunslinger, even. Uh, he's both a mysterious stranger and a black powder vaulter. So if you're like wondering who's that guy, and then whoa, he's jumping high. That's why. And he's got guns. Yes. Tickets to the gun show are uh, half off. Actually, if you buy them before the pod drops. Sadly, once the pod drops, they're actually free. So, but you can pay us now. Alright, why don't you tell us a, a little bit about where Asher comes from, or how he fits into the world of Numeria, where we'll actually be playing. Sure, Asher comes from far away. <laughs> uh, he, <laughs> he has traveled a great distance from a whole other continent to get to Numeria. He, he fits in with his sort of engineering mindset and his interest in technology in general. In fact, the tales that he overheard are really what drew him. The curiosity and change of scene were part of it, but really he was looking forward to trying to find out what he could and unearth what he could of these mysterious, technological, and otherwise perhaps otherworldly items. Oh, very cool. Do you have a uh, story uh, or amusing anecdote of some other character you've played from some other game uh, to give us a sense of your role-playing life before this moment. I've had the benefit of playing with some creative and fun GMs over the years, and one campaign in particular in undergrad when we were playing Vampire the Masquerade, we started with the concept of everybody here is a troop of Irish nomads. And the the Sabbat had come and attacked all of us and turned us into vampires. So now we are Irish nomad vampires trying to find our way in the world, questing, etc., as one does as a newly powered being. My vampire, Angus McBeef, because uh, we were the McBeef family, uh, including Keith McBeef, among others. Uh, but my character was Angus McBeef, uh, because that's hilarious. And the type of success I have, or lack thereof, in role-playing games is dependent largely on the dice. And in one particular session, I was worried about traps. And being the family leader, as I was, took it upon myself to make sure before we go opening this or investigating in this box, I need to make sure there are no traps. So I roll a careful and successful investigation to determine that, nope, it's just a wooden box. 
without a doubt, my best role in the entire campaign, wasted essentially on nothing. Conversely, when we are under attack and some creature changes the walls to be living things, everyone else succeeds on what is essentially their will save, except me, who is terrified. And thankfully, one of my fellow players had the thought to change the wall to look like a giant Irish flag, and that calmed me down. So I will study things that are nothing and fail things that are important, and you can expect similar hijinks to be the normal on Pod Against the Machine. (laughs) So back to Asher for a second. What would you say would be the worst possible way for Asher to go when he inevitably dies in a horrible, horrible way in the podcast? I think the worst thing that would happen for him and for me would be if he had a chance to you know, shoot a bad guy who was holding an innocent person hostage and instead of not just missing, but in this one last chance to save their life, the gun misfires and he tries to fire off a second shot and it explodes. And not only does the person die, but then Asher you know, gets knocked back or to the ground and also dies from his own failure to save somebody. I think that would probably be the worst thing for him. That'd be pretty brutal. I am definitely not not taking notes. I'm definitely not not expecting that to happen. <laughs> uh, one last question for you. What is your favorite type of dog? I like boxer dogs quite a bit. That would probably be my number one. Followed closely and certainly getting cuteness points by uh, the Pembroke Welsh Corgi. Ah, much cute. Very dog. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'd like to finish this thing off with a little bit of a scene to sort of take Asher out for a test drive and give the listeners at home a chance to get to know him a little bit before they meet him properly in the uh, show in a few weeks. So we're going to take a second to transition here and we're totally going to have a cool sound effect. As we transition, Asher responsibly puts on his seatbelt and checks his mirrors. Oh, that's good. Is his seat in the full upright position? Yes. Yes, Make sure, you know, no blind spots. That turns on his signal. Safety first, especially in podcasting. Absolutely. I mean, you'd be surprised (laughs) at the percentage of accidents that happen podcasting close to home. It's true. It's the height of summer, and the sun is beating down on the open road. The lone rider, a tall, thin man in a hat and duster, doesn't seem to mind the heat. Three miles out from Deadbridge in the River Kingdoms, Asher comes upon a kelled trader straining to push a cart and lead his lame horse along the road. The man has the reins wrapped around his forearm and is making slow, painful progress. Salam Musafat. Asher calls out to the man as he approaches. Me, Madet, Kesitam. The trader turns and looks at Asher and laughs heartily. In thickly accented comment, he speaks to Asher. Your halot is bad, he says, wiping sweat from his brow. Yes, but my intentions are good. And Asher smiles. Your horse threw his shoe, I see. Might I lend my steed to the cause? Mayim can pull your car to town. The man eyes Asher warily for a moment. 
You are a stranger to me. How do I know you won't run off with my goods? Asher nods and he examines the cart's contents. Pulls a few coins from his pouch and offers them to the man. Here, consider this a deposit. Should I be the villain you fear, you'll have enough coin to start anew. And yet, I will prove myself honorable. I am in no hurry. Walk your horse beside mine while I guide it. And please do not interpret this part as a threat, but should I have wanted to rob you, I could easily have done so before now, yet instead I engaged in peaceful conversation. The man considers, uh, looks Asher in the face for another long moment, and then takes the coins and nods. Zarun. He walks up and um, helps Asher hitch the cart to the healthy horse while saying nothing else. I am Asher Halich. Well met, Zarun. Your name, it means visitor. If my hallet serves me well in this moment, yes. My name, too, has meaning along the lines of happy traveler. And my horse, I call her Mayim Bimidbar water in the desert for as such I found her to be what I needed in the time she was serving a similar purpose for you in this moment exactly what we need to survive we are provided for we are lucky indeed what brings you to Deadbridge on this <laughs> fine toil day I would be already on my way back by now but obviously Things have not gone as planned. The two men and their horses begin the slow walk towards town. Zarun tells Asher that he brings his furs and other goods into town every now and then. There are people there who pay well enough most of the time. Hmm. As for me, this is but one of many stops along my rather long journey. He adjusts his desert wrappings and continues... I only recently picked up some hallet. My home is some distance away. He chuckles. Now, I've, I've never been one for taking the shortest route myself. Besides, one makes more friends and helps more people along the way. Zorun snorts and shakes his head. More friends? Maybe. Bandits and cutthroats, more likely. Zarun places a hand over his eyes to shield it from the sun, squinting at the appearance of, of figures on the horizon. Speaking of which, there are others approaching. Be on your guard. Asher nods. Bandits and I have crossed paths more than time or two. If trouble has found us on the road, it will soon pass by. I'd prefer to handle things if you don't mind. If a warm greeting does not deter them, well... And he draws out his pistol from his hip, he chambers around, and returns it to the holster. Cold lead it is. We shall see, Zarun, it may well be an unnecessary precaution. Zarun eyes the unfamiliar uh, weapon in Asher's hand warily and uh, says nothing, walking along with his eyes on the figures along the road. As they draw closer from the horizon, 
Uh, one of them knocks an arrow and fires it. It zips past Asher and lodges into the cart, causing his mount to rear back, jolting the cart into the air. Asher laughs. Well, it appears we're due for a little excitement after all. And this is, of course, where the electric guitar plays and we transition to a montage of Asher taking apart the brigands on the road. Yeah, wow, look at those effects. That's amazing. Don't get used to all these fancy bells and whistles because it's an audio medium and no one can see it. No, but that's part of the fun is getting to imagine it in your own mind's eye. That's true. I wonder if everyone will be imagining the strobe lights that we have going right now. I don't know. I think some of them might. Uh, And the smoke machine was a nice touch. Well, it's important when you're in a basement to have as little breathable air as possible. That's what they say. You know, asphyxiation makes the creative juices flow harder. Uh, Don't try that at home. (laughs) that's good advice um, Craig has disappeared from the chat I think we uh, we scared him away and or he's now reporting us to the proper authorities (laughs) perhaps Craig asphyxiated himself (sighs) farewell Craig We, we never told you how much we appreciated you but you'll be missed yeah, he's thrown an error. He failed to join. All right, well, I think that's all I got. Awesome. property of its creators, all rights reserved. Pathfinder and the Iron Gods Adventure Path are properties of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information. Theme Against the Machine, written and performed by our own Zach. Please consult the show notes for additional music and sound effect licensing information. I think that was dead on. It's like, wow, I didn't even hear your clap. That must have been perfect. <laughs> I don't know if I heard my clap either, but I saw the line. <laughs> All right. Now I have to mentally transform into host mode, which is very different from regular mode because it's the same amount of awkward, just I'm more nervous about it. <laughs> I will remember Craig. We don't have to keep that part in, but. Oh, we do. Oh, mercy. That That's the new theme song. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, Zach. I know you worked hard for it, but uh, we'll keep it in the, the teaser in the trailer. 